So I was literally thinking, what is the difference between a stripper and a bartender, right? Okay. You give them both money in hopes that you end up inside of them is basically what I'm saying. So what is the difference? I mean, let's just start the episode on that kind of tone. You know what I'm saying? Let's get into it. Plug. Hello, and welcome to episode 89 of Early Morning Podcast. Grab you a J, grab you a brew, grab you whatever it is you do, grab you some bath salts, grab you some crocodile. I don't give a shit what it is. Just enjoy, kick back, relax, tune in, man. Uh, share the episode, share the page, um, follow on, what's it called? Subs- subscribe on YouTube, follow the Instagram, VIK underscore EMP. I'm the host, Vic, by the way, just so you know. Um, TikTok, at Early Morning Pod. Um, all that, whatever, who cares, anchor, um, business at the early morning podcast, got to get all the shit out the way because it doesn't really matter. And I've just got to fill this, you know what I'm saying? Um, I got to show at flappers though. That's kind of important. April 15th. If you want to come support that, it'll be in Burbank, seven 30. Um, come check that out. That means a lot. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm doing this shit for. You know what I'm saying? Um, but damn, we're right into it, dude. It was just St. Patrick's day. By the way, it's 1251, uh, March 21st, uh, 2022, almost said 23. That would be crazy because the years just fly by now. I mean, who cares? It was like 2019 yesterday, but it's fine. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'll just start it off. Like I said, I'm fired up, dude. What is St. Patrick's Day, man? Like, what? what is this shit? Like, I don't... I, man, it's literally just people that... Do Irish people even give a shit about St. Patrick's Day? Like, does it even matter to them? If you're Irish, please let me know. Like, comment on this. Let me know. I mean, like, I know a handful of Irish people, and they never make a big deal out of this shit. Never. Okay? Like, I'm saying a handful. So, like, why does the whole country give a shit about it? Or where I'm at, at least. You know what I'm saying? It's just, like, that's a reason to black the fuck out and say, kiss me, I'm Irish. You're 10% Irish. Your name might be like O'Neill or McElroy or whatever the fuck. Just be, but that doesn't mean that you're like, me brothers, you know what I'm saying? I don't even, I can't even do it because I don't, I don't, there's no Irish people, first of all. Not now, okay, now I'm coming off. You know what the fuck I'm saying? People use St. Patrick's Day as a day to just be reckless, blackout. Avoid all kind of responsibility. Um, just prepare for the following day to be a, a shithole because they just destroy themselves. They act a fool. They do whatever the hell, you know, like the closest thing that most people have in common with Ireland or being Irish. I'll just say that because everybody that's white is like, yeah, dude, my grandmother's cousins, moms, sisters, dog's nephew was Irish. So like, yeah, I'm Irish and shit. So, you know, we've got fan. I've been there, you know, I drink Guinness only. No, man, that's not the case at all. You probably have been to an Irish pub like a couple times. Uh, you might look, visit one maybe once a month and that's your closest relation to Ireland. I'll just tell, I'll be straight up with you, brother. I'm just letting you know. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Just letting you know. People act like they're like this day is insane and shit. And I'm I'm, I'm recording this after, and I've, I'm doing it with reason. I'll be honest. I I don't care about this day at all. It's a bunch of fucking. Oh, dude, I'm fired up. It's just like, 
Dude, do you know the the St. Patrick himself? I did a little research, brother. I, I, I came in ready, dude. St. Patrick isn't even Irish, okay? He's Roman British. I'll just start by saying that. So if you if this is a wake up call for you, just let you know. If you love this guy, like like or whatever the fuck, if you got posters of him on your wall, if you pray to him at night, and if you go out on this day, just know he's not proud of you for blacking out, okay? And he's not proud that you drink green beer and wear green shit because he doesn't give a fuck about that. He was a, a, a what's it called a bishop. He didn't do anything green. The fuck? If anything, he was red. He was Republican as hell, dude. He kept it real, dude. He he was considered the apostle of Ireland, okay? He was just a fucking Roman British guy, which means nothing, really. That means that in that vague time, in that vague space of, of earth, of continent, excuse that, he was like, yeah, dude, I'm just going to go to Ireland and just conquer this shit, basically, and tell everybody how much I rule and become a fucking patron saint. And have a day where people just celebrate me by drinking green beer. People in Chicago, I mean, I felt like this was common knowledge, but I guess it's not. The Chicago River gets dyed green for like two or three days, I think. At least on St. Patrick's Day. it's They dye a full-on body of water, flowing body of water, green. Dude, do you know how upset this guy is right now? He's probably pissed. Because people are pissing in that fucking river. That green river. He's not mad that they're adding coloration to it. He's mad that they're urinating in it. On his behalf. Do you know what I'm saying? It just gets me pissed, man. I'm not even Irish, man. I'm not Irish at all. I'm Albanian. I celebrate that. I, I go hard on my on my cultural celebrations for sure. But I don't, I don't fucking... I'm not like some like mixed Italian guy. That's like, fuck. You know what I'm saying? I'm an Italian, I'm going to create, this isn't, you know what I'm saying, Wapmik, just understand that, Wapmik, you know what I'm saying, a Wapmik just is like, yeah, dude, I'm going to go out and get fucking laid tonight, and I'm going to go try and make a fool of myself, no, nah, dude, I love St. Patrick's Day, and I love Irish people, I love Italian people, you know what I'm saying, I love all of that, um, I just wish I was passionate about it. I'm just not as passionate about it. And I had a show on St. Patrick's Day, brother. Just so you guys know. I thought you guys know. If you listen to this podcast, if you don't like it, if you enjoy it, leave a like, leave a comment. If you don't, just leave a dislike, dude. That's fine. That's fine. Understand. Share it with your ex-girlfriend. If you didn't like if she if you didn't like it, she might not enjoy it. She might enjoy it. She might hit me up. I don't know, dude. I'm just saying. But I had a show on St. Patrick's Day. And um it was a wild show. It was a chaotic show. It was an eventful show. Um I'm thinking about posting my set on this page um, because I, I feel like I did pretty well. I added some new jokes, did a little bit of crowd work, tried to, but there were some, there was not some, there was a lot of drunk people at the show, very drunk, okay? And of course, expected, you know, that's, shout out to Apostle of Ireland, you know what I'm saying? He's the one that enforced this, I guess. I don't know, man. <laughs> but, uh, the St. Patty's Day show was insane. I had, um, you know, some people that support me come out. And I'll just keep it at that. Some people that support me come show up. And I'm very grateful for anybody that supports me in my comedy, in my stand-up, in my... They're the same thing. I don't know why I said that twice. But 
in my stand-up and in in the podcast and anything, man. I appreciate that. The shit's not easy, of course. I'm not going to sit here and talk about that. But I do not want to be known or, like, identified or have this, like, reputation of, like, a person that has, like, an obnoxious crowd or brings out people that fuck up the show or think that they can be part of the show or whatever. And I'm not saying, again, that this happened, but I'm saying that it kind of happened. You know what I'm saying? So, again, my set was a good... I feel like I'd had a good set. I could be wrong. Maybe I was reading the room wrong. Who fucking knows? But I'm just saying I read that there were some people that were just super lit and I don't want to be known as the guy like I don't want to be like Burt Kreischer there's a perfect example and plug well I mean we'll have to put a photo if these people don't know who that is but Burt Kreischer man he is known for having he brands himself basically as an alcoholic that can't control himself has no relation and that's fine dude I'm all I'm what he sells out theaters what is he gonna it's fine dude Apparently he sells out theaters. That's according to him and his Instagram because he loves to post and show about everything that he does and all that. Um, but he's known as the guy that's like, yeah, come to my show blacked out and get even more blacked out at my show. And it's like, ah, uh, I don't know if that's really the kind of show anybody wants to be at or see, but that's definitely not the kind of show I want to be on or have of a, a, a following not saying that i do but once again i'm saying him as an example i don't want that type shit i do not and again i appreciate all support but i don't want to be the fucking guy that i talked about last episode i don't want people that come out that are the, that guy that can't hang or that can hang too hard rather they're the ones that don't have a limit or a boundary they just go and I get in some ways that rules. In some ways that rules. In some ways that's like gotta chill out. Gotta chill at some point. I certainly at a, at a comedy show, man. It's it's whatever, man. Like I just don't get St. Patrick's Day. I don't get how people that have no fucking correlation, connection, attachment to it just love it so much. I don't get it, man. So. That's why I spent about six minutes talking shit up about it. And like I said, nothing against Ireland, nothing against um, the WAP mix that do that celebrate it is just interesting to me. How popular and how fucking crazy people go for this goddamn day. It's just like fucking Cinco de Mayo, man. It's like the whitest person you know is the one that's the drunkest and acting the most erratic. But whatever, man, we'll just move on from that. Um... I wanted to talk about a little bit of differences between, I mean, I got, I got, I don't know if you know, I don't, yeah, you don't know, probably you fucking idiot. I got a New York Yankees tattoo and an Angels tattoo because I have correlations to both sides of the country. Of course, I'm from Orange County and I have a lot of family in New York. Most of my family is in New York. Okay, I've been to New York a bunch of times, all that shit. I don't know if I've mentioned it on this on EMP yet or whatever, but a lot of my family is based in New York. I've been to New York the first time I was there. I think I was eight months old. And I'm not even not even exaggerating. I think I was eight months old. I'm now 25. I've been there. I can't even count how many times. I used to go like twice a year, at least once a year, whatever. I have a very good familiarity with New York, with New Yorkers, with the East Coast. I'll even say the East Coast. I'll keep it broad and say the East Coast. And then the West Coast. 
where I'm from, where I live, where I reside. I'm from SoCal. I've been up to fucking uh, uh, Frisco. I've stayed in, I've been by Mammoth. I've been all up, up and down the fucking West Coast, man. And the people from both coasts are so insanely different. It blows my goddamn mind, man. And if you know what I'm talking about, you're you probably like you're probably like fuck yes, thank you. And if you don't know, you're probably very confused, which is fine, which is fine. I'll explain, man. The people. I'll just start with the East Coast because I have, like I said, most of my family is on the East Coast, man. I have a lot of family overseas. I have a lot of family on the East Coast because that's just where people from Europe, from Montenegro, from Albania. They go there. There's a big community there. So family, friends, just people you run into, you meet. They are a different breed of person, okay? They're just different. They're a lot more aggressive. They tend to be uh, more flashy. They tend to have a kind of character or carry themselves in a way like that they're almost better than anybody else. And again, I'm just being honest, bro. This is from what I've seen in my experiences and all that. And that's like regular. It's not, that's not like a cocky person over there. That's just a dude. That's just a dude off the street. They talk shit to everybody and anybody. And they think that, that that's normal. That's regular. That's cool. And it may be, it may be like that over there. It may be like that, but like everything's got to be about how much money you're, you're making. Everything's got to be like just hey so you know dude i got this in the works and i'm working on this and i'm about to make this much off this and i'm about by the way in three months from now um there's gonna be a a deal we're gonna set up for a 10-year investment it's like dude relax dude do you like how are you did you take a taxi a lift like what calm down you know and I'm, again, I'm going to get to the fucking West Coast and Cali in particular, of course, but I just, it's mind boggling how different these people are. And these people, I love that phrase, but just New Yorkers, man, they're just insane, man. And, and they have, of course, the like stereotypes, all these are stereotypes, like they're always on the hustle and bustle. They're always fucking working the city that never sleeps, the city that goddamn is on blow all the time, 24, nine, like, it's like, all right, dude. You can, it, it, that's, I understand you're braggadocious about your work ethic. That's fine. And you, you, you want to be known as the guy that has 17 jobs, but lives in a fucking basement, you know, like that's, that's cool. That's cool. I get it. I understand that, but I just don't get why people have to act like they're so much above people, others, you know? And like I said, it's a regular thing. That's not just like one or two, three people. That's like thousands and hundreds of thousands of people that are like that from my experience i haven't met whatever dude i hope you understand what i'm saying but like it's always got to be like you're on an upcoming score you're always on you're always on some kind of fucking thing and that's something that like actually la is like people used to are always in la and and that's particular to la i wouldn't say socal but la is like yeah dude I'm, i'm i'm working on this i got this in the works and um um, just so you know, I just finished this project and I'm working with these people on this next thing. And it's like, all right, dude, that's fine. That's good for you. You don't need to spread the word everywhere. That's fine. I get it. And I talked about how networking is gay and I don't like it, <clears throat> but it is what it is. Sometimes you got to do it. And sometimes you could just avoid it and just try to be genuine in my opinion. And then like, of 
course, the West Coast stereotypes and how people think, you know, West Coasters or people in Cali, I'll just keep it up. again, Cali, it's like everybody's lazy. They're all fucking stoned. They don't know what's going on, man. They're all like communists because we have like this reputation for being, I don't know, a lot more left lenient, but you know us, we lean to the left, vote to the right, keep it neutral. You never know what the fuck is going on. Okay. Putin, Zelensky, I don't know. I'm not even going to pick. I don't even care, dude. I don't even know about what's going on really here. So I, I, I'm not worried about that right now. I'll be honest. Tim Dillon, I, wor I, I worked his show tonight. Came from there. He brought up very valid points. I'm not even going to talk about that, but he was like, he, his set was great. And he was like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck's even going on in our country. So why am I going to be worried about there? But anyway... West Coasters get this thing that everybody's a surfer, everybody skates, you know. We start our day with the fucking joint and go to yoga or try to get jacked or whatever the fuck it might be, dude, just to maintain appearance and all that. And, like, sure, that's some people, and some people are that way. But most of Southern California is not like that. There are people that work three, four jobs. There are people that are, like, trying to come up. They're not explaining their come up and trying to ex show everybody that they're doing something you know what i'm saying whereas like i said east coast it's like gotta be like you gotta let people know off the bat what the fuck is going on with you and how you'll fuck them up if they don't agree with what you what you do or what you're saying or your ideas most people again and yeah sure there's a lot of fucking people that are snobby here and that are like uh, I'm I'm above you and shit, but like that's again more of like an LA stereotype. People think everybody is rich here. Again, I said a lot of people work multiple jobs. They do anything they can for a buck, whatever. And you know, it might be an OnlyFans, dude. It might be a fucking who, who, who. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying. Not everybody that lives in Southern California is rich. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a expensive area to live. Well, how do you think these fucking people afford to live here? It's not by taking the subway, you know, three hours to get to a job and then work two minutes and then come back. It's you gotta be mobile all the time. You gotta be doing something, man, if you wanna do something with yourself and your life, but I don't know, it's just crazy how different these people are. And again, these people, East Coast and West Coast, man, so different. It's like I was raised hearing about the Tupac and Biggie beef, and I was like, what the fuck, this is just rap beef. And then I understood, like, no, these people are different people. Like I said, New York's a different breed. People from Southern California, I wouldn't say they're a different breed, they're just people. And East Coast, man, they're just on some shit, man. They're on some shit. <laughs> But I brought up, man, uh, what the fuck do you think is the difference between a stripper and a bartender? And I'm bringing that up, okay? I'll explain that question in a, in a moment. I'll get into it. But I met a, a bartender recently who gave off very big, big stripper vibes. And I was like, damn, oh, I don't really get that from a lot of bartenders, but some of them for sure female bartenders i'm keep in mind okay like you they most clubs or most fucking wherever bars have like attractive female bartenders okay most of them at least like i said talk 
in SoCal. That's what it is over here. I don't know about Wyoming or fucking Kansas. I don't know what they're like over there. If anything, they're probably just in bikinis. I don't know. But most bartenders here are just, you would think, not most, but a lot of them, you'd be like, huh, they could probably strip or probably strip on the side if they're not working here tonight. And I realized, I was like, the difference really, what is the difference? You pay them both money in hopes that you get to nut in one of them or in them at the end of the night. And 99% of the time, that doesn't happen. Okay? 99% of the time. You might get lucky with, here, this is the thing. Difference between a bartender and a stripper. You might get lucky, you might fuck a stripper one time. You might get a little bit more fortunate and get with a bartender multiple times. That's the only difference. That's the literally that's the only difference. You might get a couple more nuts with a bartender, stripper, she's going to charge you and that's it. You're done. That's the difference, man. That's all it is, bro. They they're both collecting your guap in hopes in your hopes that you get to collect you know what I'm saying? Otherwise, other things afterwards after the shift and whatnot. And it never works out, man. It never works out. You know me, dude. I ha I have a weakness for strip clubs. I have fun at strip clubs, dude. I go there, I have fun. I like to see people enjoy themselves. I like the experience. I like to see women nude. That's the biggest part, I'll be honest. And after that, you get to see some wild shit, man. The bartender, you know, she'll suck your dick for a little bit over the bar or whatever. And then you, you think like, oh, yeah. After this, oh, she's going to slide home. No, she's not. She's going to collect all the tips you gave her in hopes that you were going to fuck her, and then she's going to dip. But if you're lucky, if you're lucky, you might get one or two or three or seven nuts out of her. That's the only difference, man. That's pretty much it. I mean, that's what I've gathered. That's what I've got. Again, personal experience, what I've seen, and... um not what I've done. I don't do shit like that, man. I've just seen that type shit. You know what I'm saying? But um, what I was what I was gonna say? Yeah, Timmy D. I saw our work Timmy D tonight, man. And uh, great. It was a great show, of course. I'm not gonna talk too much about that. It's just, man, working in the club is so cool, man. It rules. You meet so many cool people, dude. Whether they're fucking strangers walking in, like I probably saw a thousand two hundred faces tonight, and. I still haven't caught COVID. Clover 17 has not reached me. I don't know how. I've had multiple. I'm just going off now. Whatever. I've had like multiple whatever. Uh, not even. Scare is so gay to say. I almost said scare. If I say that, slap me in the fucking mouth. I've had multiple um, close calls where I thought I had it or people around me did have it. And I was like, oh, fuck. I got it now, too. Dude, I still haven't gotten it, man. And I started doing stand-up when COVID like began or towards the middle of COVID. And uh, Clover17, I keep calling it the wrong name. I'm sorry, Clover17. And still, I mean, knock on wood. Sorry if that picked up, but whatever, man. You know that's authentic wood grain right there that I just tapped on, but still haven't run into it. Still haven't run into it. But again, going back to Timmy D show, just fucking crazy. Like, you... I, I this chick <laughs> this chick came up to me during the show and like i'm a door guy just to clarify i'm pretty sure i've said it but yeah i run the door or whatever help out around whatever they need me to do i'll do whatever the fuck they need dude if they need me to go back and give timmy d a head i'll do it i don't care but this chick that was at the show came up and she was like man i'm so high right now and i was like okay 
that, that cool Larry are you having a good time and she's like yeah I am I just wanted to give Tim something um I don't know if I can I was like well probably not um I doubt you can there's a bunch of people here and you just said to me you're high out your ass uh, I don't know how you'd go about that and she was like pondering and it was funny dude it was a moment for both of us both of us looked at each other and realized what was going on and I was like yeah this is probably going to happen a lot. People are going to come up and be like, I want to do this. And then also people are going to be like, I'm out of this earth right now. Just like it's St. Patrick's Day. I'm going full circle, dude. Full circle. People are going to be like, yeah, dude, I thought it was St. Patrick's Day, but it's actually what? June 7th? Oh, fuck. Um, can you give this to uh, Steve-O? Um, probably not, brother. Probably not. I'll do my best. It was just funny, man. Like I said, we had a fucking moment, dude, where both of us looked at each other and we're like, this is probably a no-go. It's probably not going to happen. And it was it was funny, man. She was chill. She was cool. Like I said, she was high out of her mind. So who knows what would have, nothing would have accumulated out of that. But yeah, do you just see crazy and interesting shit, man? Like I, I met all, like I said, all the people that I work with are cool as fuck, man. Um, everybody so far has been really chill and welcoming and all that. And I think it's even close to a month that I've been working there. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. And I have a joke about it on stage too. And it's doing, it's done well so far, the few times I've tried it. So like I said, I might post that, that St. Patrick's Day show. Um, I said on there, I did, I think it was like seven minutes or seven or eight minutes. I'm not sure, but yeah, dude, working at the improv rules, bro. It fucking rules, man. And like, there are some moments where it's like it's tough you know you're stressed out or whatever just like any job of course just like any job but then you realize you're like dude i get to see awesome comedy i gotta work with cool people i gotta i get to see all these people laugh and help them laugh basically and it it's fucking i don't know it's, it's insane it's it's like i said it can be stressful at times just like any other job i talked about my appraisal job before that shit has been getting on my nerves heavy heavy and I don't want to go too much into that but um actually fuck it why not like I've I've never thought about quitting anything I hate that word quit I hate it I started this podcast early morning podcast what was it May 4th 2019 I believe um 2020 damn I don't know we're we're coming up on a birthday soon but I never wanted to start something and quit it. Never. I've never been, I never quit a job. I've never been fired from a job. And this isn't like a, like, like me coming off as a New Yorker right now, bragging like I'm from the East Coast. No, I'm just trying to make this point. I hate the concept and the idea of quitting anything. I started stand up with, didn't even start it. I tried stand up. And once I found out that I loved it and I enjoyed it and I was like, this rules, didn't want to quit it. Don't plan on quitting it soon. I never thought about quitting, certainly a job, until recently, man. Like, I feel like I've been putting in so much effort into my day job at this appraising office, and it's not really paying off, almost. It's, like, just, like I said, again, now I'm doing the, the fucking West Coast stereotype where it's like, oh, you're lazy. No, man, I've been working this job for seven or eight years now. And if it's not going to present itself to more and uh, like a, a anything 
I don't know, more open. I feel like, like I said, this night at the improv, since I've worked at the improv, it's been amazing. And it's only been a month. I've been working this this appraisal job, this office job for eight years now, I think, coming up. And not much has changed for me in that. And maybe that's coming off as like, I don't know, selfish or weird. I'm blessed to even have a job, of course. But it's kind of taking its toll to where it's like I'm I'm, I'm more focusing on comedy and stand-up. I keep... I don't want to say that. I'm more focusing on stand-up and the podcast and stuff like that. And not so much on typing out appraisals really and if i'm not if that's not gonna like i said change then what's the point really what's what's really the point why not pursue something bigger or better you know and that's again the new york mentality coming back god i love how i'm flip-flopping i love it it's it's uh, timmy d maybe rubbed off on me i don't fucking know dude but um i think that we're gonna call ah no we're not we're not um, if you listen this far, I really appreciate you. I really fucking do. I really, really do. Um, feel free to let me know if you've listened this far, man. Text me if you have my number. Comment if you don't. Um, leave a review on iTunes, whatever. But I just wanted to say, or on Apple Podcasts, whatever, maybe Spotify. Uh, rest in peace, Twinkie, man. Um, I talked about Twinkie last episode. And uh, Twinkie's now uh, in peace, man. He's... um. We put him down. I think it was the day after I recorded the last episode. Um, he was just not doing good, man. He was just not doing good, like I said, and it was sad. So we, we, me and the family, like we, we found a spot. We took him in. He's no longer with us. It was peacefully put down, dude. And uh, after 16 years, man, I just feel it's it's crazy, man. Like, like I, I I used to say like yeah if nobody was down to kick it Twinkie's always there you know like a joke almost but it was true bro you, you he's a dog he's not a fucking human being but if I wanted to roll up a J and smoke he didn't like the smoke but he would you'd kick it with me he'd chill right next to me you know what I'm saying like I don't know it almost makes me feel like I don't know if I could get another dog and I know that sounds bitch of course I'm going to get another dog soon not soon I mean of course I'm going to get another dog but not soon man like my dog ruled bro I love Twinkie so much man like and if you like I said if you know me you know how much I cared about that dog like he he was the fucking OG bro triple OG gin drinker only didn't give a fuck dude didn't give a fuck so I poured out a, a whole bottle of Hendrix gin for him in the backyard um the other day and uh hopefully that gets up to him up there man hopefully it evaporates and he gets his fucking taste you know but uh that's about it i just wanted to say rest in peace twinkie thank you for uh, listening to this podcast and for supporting me and for doing anything man but uh until next time peace